All right, our next um, thing that we're going to consider is a, a different interpretation of derivative. I mean, we've talked about derivatives to, for determining increasing and decreasing functions. We've used the derivative to measure, to try to find critical numbers for maximums and minimums. This is, this is a little bit different. What we're talking about right now is called the elasticity of demand, right? So if we have a demand equation, right, and we can solve it for x, the demand, as a function of p, the price, right, we have x is the demand as a function of price, right? And what we want to do is then take a derivative, so dx dp, right? Now, dx dp is what? It's the rate of change, right? Because a derivative is the rate of change of demand, right, with respect to price. Now, what does that mean? Well, when prices change, the demand changes, right? But what we're trying to do here is measure what the change of demand is with respect to changes in price. So if we have a relatively big change in price, do we get a big change in demand or do we get a small change in demand, right? So we're measuring the rate of change of the demand with respect to changes in the price. Now, we have a little problem here because this derivative right, depends on the units that we use for our demand equation. For example, if x, the demand, is measured in tons, Okay, and P is measured in dollars, right? And if dx dp, right, the rate of change of demand with respect to price is, let's say, 2, all right, then this is what? This is a relatively small number, but the units are tons per dollar, all right? If we just change the units, and instead of measuring x in tons, if we measure x in pounds, right? And we measure p, the price in dollars, Okay, then our two tons per dollar becomes what? Two tons per dollar, right, becomes two times 2,000 pounds per dollar. So our derivative has gone from two to 4,000 just by changing the units. So it, 
So the actual number dx dp, right, doesn't really tell us that much because just changing the units can change the the number from you know by by a huge amount. So, in order to try to rectify this, what we're going to do is take the x dp and divide it by x over p. Right now, dx dp has the same units as x over p. If this is tons and dollars, this is tons and dollars. So the units will divide out. This we could simplify to be p over x times dx dp. This quantity has no units. Right? So this is a pure number. And this is the number that economists actually look at when they're trying to measure how a change in price will affect the change in demand. And this is called the elasticity of demand. Okay, And if you think about it, it, it I mean, the name is sort of a very appropriate name. If the demand can stretch, then we say that it's elastic. But if if demand won't stretch very much at all, then it's inelastic. Okay, we actually say that. Well, let's see. Since since the derivative right is always going to be negative for a demand curve, right? Right? We talked about this. The derivative of a demand curve is negative, but p and x are always going to be positive. Right? The elasticity, this package, which, by the way, we, uh, we have this fancy notation for. Okay? It's actually a Greek epsilon. Um, so this is the elasticity of demand. And the elasticity of demand is always going to be negative. All right. Okay, and then we we define elastic demand. Okay. If the elasticity is greater than 1, okay, inelastic demand if the elasticity absolute value, because remember the elasticity itself is negative, okay, is less than 1. And we just create this sort of arbitrary name, we call it unitary if the elasticity is equal to 1. All right, we're going to define um, another concept, and then we're going to come back to elasticity and do some examples and try to put it a little bit more in perspective. But the idea, again, is what we're trying to do is, is measure the rate of change of demand with respect to price, okay? but make it not depend on the units that we're using, 
this little trick does it, right? Defining this thing that we're calling the elasticity of demand, right? dx dp over x over p, which takes all the dimensions out of this, this quantity, right? And then we're defining elastic demand to be elasticity absolute value greater than one, inelastic demand if the absolute value of the elasticity is less than one, right? And this will make more sense, hopefully, when we do a couple of examples, which come after the next set of definitions. Okay.